0: Oh, Jesus, I gotta tell you, I feel like I'm breathing for a fucking sock right now. That lighting is just awful. You know, I, I, I was feeling pretty damn good all day. Not gonna lie to you, it was, uh... Outside, I was active today, uh, Lot lots going on, took the dog to the dog park, got a little outdoor VP hitting session in, took my, took my tea and a bucket of balls over to, uh, over to my little, my little nice little outdoor spot, don't you guys worry about where the fuck I go, uh, but, but went over there, took the fat that it was still, you know, 35 degrees out on january 4th of 2022 by the way happy new year everybody i'm gonna I'm gonna have myself a little little sip of whiskey tonight i'm gonna have a little little rendezvous rye from high west whiskey if you if you haven't in, in, indulged with this distillery i would highly suggest it uh, love them um i've had other rendezvous rise of them it's a blend of rye whiskeys um but I, I love high west i think they do an unbelievable job with their whiskeys i've got a bottle of uh, a midwinter night's dram i believe it's I believe it's their fourth one uh from when i was in maryland a couple of years ago and i'm leaving that one be i'm leaving that one be for you know some big occasion but this is it you get me tonight okay it's just me um we had some, we have some other things come up where my co-hosts, uh, you know, this wasn't going to be a, a Hazel Cunt or a Hazel Raid, Hazel Raid, whatever we're calling them these days, Coco uh, episode anyway, was hoping to get him on um, as Dustin is out. And so the DJ show for 2022 is going to have to take a backseat to next week. Uh, but this is going to be a quick one. I'm flying down to South Carolina tomorrow, going to see my family, Uh, go see my niece and nephew and my sister and brother-in-law, which is going to be great. Uh, because, uh, during COVID, you know, during Christmas, I got COVID, like probably half the fucking world. (laughs) I wasn't able to go see my mother. It was first time in two years I get to go see the family. So I'm, I'm damn excited. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, with the COVID plans changing Christmas and the holidays, I'm not going to challenge cup. Um, it was really looking forward to going to Challenge Cup, was was hoping to go down for it. Um it was excited to really be a part of it this year as opposed to last year kind of sitting back here and and kind of being up at random hours. Actually, I was never up at random hours. That was all cocoa. Um, because I'm not getting up at five in the morning, four or three in the morning to watch you guys. I'll stay up. I'll stay up until one, two in the morning to watch some games, but I'm not getting up at two, three, four in the morning. Um, unlike tomorrow. Tomorrow I got to get up at four o'clock in the morning in case you care that much. Pat Simpson, I'll probably be on the road the same time you are. So cheers, everybody. Hope you all have a Bev in your hand. Um, But yeah, so so I'm not going to be going to the challenge cup because, you know, my, you know, as, as I'm sure some of you know, my father coaches in uh, Europe, coaches over in Germany. Uh, and, and with the Olympic break, he's coming home or uh, right now that's the plan. He's going to come home. So we're going to do another Christmas or the, our real Christmas where my wife and I will go down and my father's coming back home for two weeks. So, you know, I, I just kind of got to the point where I haven't seen my mother for two years. I haven't seen my niece or nephew or sister for two years. I kind of want to see the family. So I'm going to fly down tomorrow. Um, And that meant challenge cup actually is getting put on the back burner and I won't be going down to Florida for it. Maybe next year, but not this year. So, uh, but I, Like we talked about a couple of weeks ago when Hickey was on, get out there and support, support your, your teams, support your friends. You know, if they're running a fundraiser, help out, um, you know, I know mass, the C team is doing a fundraiser right now for, uh, which is cool. And I like, I actually like what the C team for mass is doing, uh, which is a little different than, you know, the typical squares, but they made a a mass t-shirt with all the sponsors on the back. That you can buy to help support them um you know obviously they're probably a little less uh money for this type of a fundraiser going to them because you still have to produce the shirt to make it but i think it's amazing i think it's a great i, I think it's great i bought one i know i'm not from mass but you know I got, you got friends there and people and i just think it's a it's a it's a cool giveaway it's a little different um yeah i'm on a bunch of squares and I don't know. I think even with the, the the New York or Long Island women's team, I think I got into some like fleece blanket giveaway. I don't know. All I know is if I won that giveaway, Amanda was going to be getting a lot of cuddles. I was just going to get in there and be very romantic with her. I think there was some bath salts, maybe a candle, lovely lovely bottle of wine or two, maybe some chocolates. Who knows? I don't think she liked that idea hearing the noises coming from the kitchen, Uh, but definitely help out, support your teams. You know, you see it all the time and you're going to start seeing it more. Um, You're going to start seeing it more now with the teams starting up for next year as well. Um, You know, I know my team's put out squares for next year as well. Some other teams have. So we're going to be bombarded with a lot of fundraising i think i think it's important to start with your state or your region or whoever you want to support but with this challenge cup i think it's really cool being able to get selected to go play for it. um definitely definitely try to help because it's not you know it's not cheap and if you can help out you know a couple bucks here or there goes goes a pretty long way so uh i think another way to do it like mass i like what mass is doing with their t-shirt which i believe it's 25 for a short sleeve i think 28 for a long sleeve which is wicked cool that they're giving you an option as well but is support the sponsor as well this is something i think we had talked about oh god early on in the podcast um is talking about supporting the people that actually support our teams support each other. So um it, it's just great. I'm gonna oh I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna be putting this shit on TikTok. All right. I'm gonna be putting some TikTok on uh, uh I'm gonna do some screen grabs and I'll do some TikTok for everybody. Uh I, I I've started already. Uh I did a horrible one last week uh before we went live and then I have one of Brandon Ledetto running after a pitch uh, into like the, uh, over to the second basement side and knocking down a ball against the bill. It was fucking crazy. So I, I, that's up on TikTok. If you want to follow us on TikTok, I think it's bring it pod, uh, trying to keep everything, everything the same. Uh, it is, it's bring it pod on TikTok. Go check us out over there. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but we're going to try and have some fun. I might do some TikTok dances, but I'm probably going to grab videos and, and put it up there and you know, probably do some clips from the uh, past pods and try to do some fun stuff. So just trying to, I I think for, you know, we're in the new year, try to do some things that are going to keep you guys entertained, have some fun, uh, enjoy, enjoy kind of what we're doing and try to expand it a little bit as well. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a new year where just like on here where I say a lot of shit that I swing and miss on, uh, you know, we're going to try some new things and try to have some fun with it. So uh, go do that, support your team, support your friends. And that's what this is really all about. Listen, I support as many people as I can because I know same thing. You guys, a lot of you guys have bought t-shirts from us. A lot of you guys have supported other fundraisers. We've done either, you know, Babby, Hitman, Way, Grizzly, Um, you know, so any, any support you guys can toss around to other teams as well. And I think it's, it's almost like when you were bartending, if you, if you bartending, you know what I'm going to say. It's like that magical $20 bill. It's that $20 bill that just kind of always gets passed around all the bartenders. You get off your shift, you go to your buddy's bar, you have some beverages, you leave the $20, you know, you leave a nice $20 tip, even if you have a beer or two, and then they come see you same kind of thing. You just kind of keep recycling it. So with that in mind, uh I don't know if you guys have been keeping an eye on this U-trip mass, uh with the re with the uh, reclass going on. Hickey, Hickey, I I love what Hickey's doing. He's fired up, he's ready to go. He um, you know, he, he's been adamant about saying how it is bench players, managers, and scorekeepers are really the people that should be trying to get the reclass in so. Uh, and he's put, he's shared some, he's shared some posts from other directors as well. Uh, he recently just put one out about, uh, uh, Southern California kind of saying the same shit that's Hickey's been saying a lot around here, which is, uh, is great. You know, if you hit, if you were a starter at Worlds, starter at nationals and you're looking to get dropped down, it's like, go, okay, come on. You know, the, they have one month. To get all of these reclasses done, which is absolutely, I don't know. Uh, when we were Brian on, when we had Ryan May out on, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Um, it's a lot of work. That's a, that's a busy ass month. I know I just got my email from Ryan. I got bumped to C uh, from a computer glitch. Um, never played on a C team this year. Uh, played for Hitman a little bit. Let's see a firecracker and then Myrtle Beach, and I think that was it this year. And I got bumped to see as well, and there was some issues with that, but I wasn't on their roster for late, so you know that was one thing that was outside the ordinary. But you know, if you if you started every inning down in Florida or or down at, at the Plex or wherever you had Nationals or some big tournaments, you know, let's let's hold off on these. It's for it's for guys that are you know, that aren't, aren't the starters. So, um, uh, I uh, you know what, this is, I'm enjoying seeing somebody's comments. Let's take a I'm gonna take a quick break here. Take a little sippy sippy, you know, and since I'm flying solo tonight, you know what bones, James Santos, the, the this guy, if you guys don't know bones, just the greatest shortstop ever, he, he was, uh, if you were going to put a poster of the hype man of the year for 2021, Bones is the guy. James Santos. Hope you had a great birthday. He, he's a Christmas baby. Uh, he's a Christmas baby. Bones just turned a uh, lovely 23, just a well, well, good looking groomed 23 year old. Uh, oh, did we just get some breaking news here? Bones, the new shortstop for the cupcake cannabis wow wow yeah that's a that's a great pickup for them An already pretty good team last year and adding a guy like bones that is that's huge so um i, I like that um uh, heather lynch the hype the hype fan what's happening good to see you page hope you had a great holiday as well Sai, Sai, it's great to see you back in the comments it's great to see you Back around with the podcast, uh, appreciate it. Hope everything's going well with you and your family. Uh, but that's a that's a big, big, big one to drop. Is Bones' new cupcake cannabis and Jose Torres cologne as well. So like to see this. Auit. That was a that was that was a team last year. I was uh, that was on the cusp of being uh, bumped. Not sure if anybody would have been shocked one way or another if they got bumped or didn't they were kind of right on that cusp it wasn't like when smith like i i honestly like we had talked about on here plenty of times assume smith was going to get bumped mm-hmm. auit is a um that's going to be a sneaky c team again this year that's a very good team they got the the, the, the crazy son of a bitch mikey uh god that guy just hits missiles but that's um uh, That's going to be a good team. That's gonna The C-ball this year is going to be very, very good. And I'll tell you what, hearing some of these rosters in D, at least around here, I know I haven't been around for a while when it comes to softball, at least in the Northeast, but thinking about what the competition is going to look like this year versus uh, versus what it's going to be – or excuse me, last year versus what it's going to be this year is going to be exciting. Um, You know, obviously, Platinum Fire is A uh there's no b teams in the area smash it and platinum fire are now a teams uh and now you got c c is going to be wild i can't wait to see what these rosters look like uh and i'm not saying the d teams i got bumped but I'm, I'm curious to see what some of these other c teams do um you know you still have checking you have gtp you have smith yeah. Uh, you know what? I know AUIT is on Long Island, and screw it. I'm, I'm going to throw them in there as well. Um, so those four teams, very curious to see that. But a team like like Rocksteady that got bumped to see, what did they do this, this winter to increase their chances? I've heard some very good things about them um, and, and maybe some of the pickups they had. So for me, that's kind of where I'm looking at and seeing what happens there. TJ's plumbing. That's a team we forget about, at least around this area. Uh, They're out in, I believe, Rochester. TJ's plumbing. Unbelievable team. They got bumped. Um, They got bumped because of how well they did all year, but they also did a hell of a job out in Worlds. So there's a couple of D teams that did get bumped that I'm curious to see. There's the teams that didn't get bumped in C, that I'm ecstatic to see because I think those guys are just going to be a knuckle fight. Um, uh, thanks. I forgot about them too. All in all in is going to be very good. So right there, you've got all in a uh, GTP Smith and whoever the hell else I'm, I'm thinking about, um, you know, what happened to the pirates? I haven't heard much about them this year. I know a couple of their guys have, have, have moved on to other teams, um, so I'm just, I'm curious to see, but this is going to be that top kind of corner. Also, uh, who was it? Deluxe bakery. No, they were a B team, but who is a C there's a good C team down in Jersey as well. So they, it, there's going to be a lot of good teams this year. I'm very fucking excited about in the C and then even with D D there's a lot of teams, uh, you know, like 603, I've heard a couple of guys they picked up, um, Curious to see how they handle I, I know they're going to do some good things. Um, it sounds like they picked up a couple of good um, J guys. National Gold going to see. Christ, how did I forget about one of my favorite teams from last year? Um, Ka, the, the kind guy from Maine. Also very curious to see what they're going to do next year in D-ball. I, I kind of like, and no offense to Platinum Fire and, and you know, pour a little out for a bad beat as well i'm I'm, i kind of like that there's no b teams around here i don't know if it really matters um but i like that we're now getting the c clumping because i'm curious to see what happens now with these c teams um this next year you know do we actually see these guys finally you know you you see some of these do we see more tournaments come around here you know I, i know we have the opens and You know, that was part of a lot of the knock, right, is that you have to travel around out of here to play higher-level ball. With the amount of C teams next year, and hopefully as competitive as it will be, will 23, Jesus Christ, we're fucking four days into 2022, and I'm already in here looking at 2023. Uh, Will 2023, will we see more B? Will we see a little different type of team uh you know makeup in this region uh after you know c and d next year so it's you know i know i'm getting ahead of myself here and i'm definitely not following my uh agenda i made for myself but it's something to think about really um because you have three c teams right now that would have could have been bumped to B, and nobody would have batted an eye and we're talking about auit checking smith I, I don't hate them staying down because I think that's going to make it a very competitive, very competitive seed level. Um, and that's going to be very interesting to see what happens after that. And now, do we get into this nice feeder system now where you're looking at D, at least in the Northeast, where you have some scary. Yeah, you're right. Side putting in there, diamond cutters. Diamond cutters have done a hell of a job. They've got Spanky, Low, Mike Hud. Um, Fox. Who else? I just heard somebody else, and I said, holy shit. So that DC team, Geo, that DC team is going to be very good. So now are we starting to build something here where, at least in the Northeast, are we starting to build something here where we have the constant growth, like the, the constant grab of like, all right, hey, we, we can kind of get that funnel, that system going where teams are here for a couple of years, then move up. Teams are here for a couple of years and move up. And yes, you're going to have, you're always going to have the attrition every year. You're going to have attrition when teams get bumped, but is that what we're starting to build here? You know, like, again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rookie, <laughs> I'm a rookie with a podcast, uh, you know, but, being being here for one year solid and here a lot, I'm I'm very intrigued to see what 2022 does into 2023 and even beyond. uh I guess that's the 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 old scouting the old scouting in me uh, is is coming on. Is we used to do a lot of ghost rosters and try to predict out what we would look like in three, five, you know, seven years. What does it look like around here in three years? You know you know, obviously you can't see what those E teams, right. You know, if the, the new E teams are going to do, but you know, as a team like Wolfpack or, or uh, you know, cookies crew down in Connecticut or uh, pink socks, or, you know, some of those, they, they now have another good year or two at ease. Do they bump up into D and, you know, you see a couple of things. It's, it's just interesting. Um, well, and there he is. The man, the myth, the legend chimed in right there with shooting that one down. Hickey chimed in saying, "Not going to happen. Hundreds of C players attempting to reclass every year. Worried about playing Rosmondo and Dan Smith, which is just too bad. Um, I got it, but but I'm I'm, I'm hoping and this is kind of you know I'm hoping maybe that's not the case. Maybe that can buck the trend. But you know, like I said, I'm I'm brand new and." You know, Hickey's been doing this a lot longer and knows the landscape a lot better. Um, and I, I take his word 100%. He's going through the reclass process right now. Uh, and that's, oh, Buggies, good point. Buggies and he's going to be a real good one out of Maine. And, I, and that's part of the attrition piece. But that's not why we aren't getting B. That's why we're not getting B, because you got all these players that were in C last year now playing D. Or getting guys reclassing to go down and, um, you know, I, I understand playing B costs money. You know, it's, it's a lot because there isn't anything around here. So it's the old, the old chicken or the egg. Maybe that's something we'll bring up, you know, next week, um, next week or the week after talking about, is it the chicken or the egg? Is it, is it the fact that we, in this area, have to travel a lot? But I think it's bullshit, right? I think that excuse is bullshit, that we have to travel to play if you're higher up, says the guy doesn't play that high up. But when you're looking at people in Colorado, you start getting into the middle of the country, Missouri, uh, Utah, Vegas. Yeah, I know Vegas hosts a lot of tournaments, We'll so throw them out but you start getting out into the middle of the country. You're telling me there's not conference players out there. There's not B teams out there. I know there are. Fuck. Even look down, down south. Um, there's plenty of travel. You know, everybody has to travel once you get to a certain level. Uh, so it's not. I, I just don't like that. You know, and, and I understand, you know, you see these guys with bats named after them, but come on. Come on, let's 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 get let's get a little let's settle down here a little bit. Um, I know most of us wanna be competitors, most of us have competitive nature to us, but what type of competition do you like? Do you want to be a big fish in a small pond or do you want to be, you know, trying to become, you know, jump into a pond and you're a small guy and trying to be one of the big guys? You know, I know size gonna be running his mouth when he's at a conference event. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, shit, look at Chucky last year, look at Chucky, look at Chucky, uh, Roarback when he was down in Glen Burnie and platinum Fi- fire, finished third. Um, you know, he was, he was out there snapping guys off, you know, pitching and, and hitting the ball and, you know, Gary Levesque Yankee though, all that whole team. So eh, I don't know. I, I, I just think it's, I, I just think it's, I think it's. Get get the fuck out and just go play ball. Like don't don't try to just be the best. Don't just try to be the best team in Merrimack or, or the best team in, in Norwalk or Cranston or Taunton or whatever it is. Wherever you play. Glenn Bernie, you know, Arnold, Maryland. I don't know what what what's our how far is our reach right now? Let's see. Um uh, but but get out there and that's like the Mojo sounds great to me. It really does. Playing in, and I love Columbus, Ohio. I'll tell you what, you might not meet a guy that loves Columbus, Ohio more than I do. Going to fucking Columbus, Ohio at the end of March, I'd rather go fucking run ten miles right now. And I got to leave at four in the morning for a flight, and I wouldn't be back in time for it. Um, you know, so but there but there's opportunities and and man like. It's funny, like, I I laugh around here. I hear guys bitch about driving. They rather drive to the Plex than Taunton because the drive to Taunton is so bad. I'm like, what's – it's an hour – like, I live in Manchester, New Hampshire. It's an hour and a half for me. I know I used to drive a lot. I used to put on a ton of miles, but, like, an hour and a half to play ball, especially with the way Hick runs a tournament? Get out of here. Now, Stanford, fuck driving to Stanford, Connecticut. Old Colony Grill pizza, hot oil pie. I'm in on that. But even when I lived in Hartford, I lived outside of Hartford. I never would want to go to Stanford. I would avoid 95 that part of 95 like the goddamn plague. Um, so like I, I can understand Stanford, but other than that, like I'm I want to get down to Kings Park in New York and Long Island. The uh, the new the new uh, complex that they just opened up. I think they opened it up last fall or last spring want to get down there and check that that place out so um let's see what happens there's 10 events in the northeast every year teams stay home and you're right directors can't do anything about it and the directors around here do a lot they try to do the best they can uh to promote the tournaments like that's it and if people don't want to drive an hour hour and a half two hours to play ball just think about how lucky you are that you only have to drive an hour to two hours I mean. I was, I was talking to, you know, there's a team in at, at Worlds, at Coa Worlds from Utah, um, you know, and you start, you start getting to different parts of the country and you start looking at where people are coming from and how far they have to travel. Hell, I was talking to my buddy Vinny in Georgia, you know, he lives in Atlanta, but man, once you get outside of those metropolis areas in the, in the, in the South and outside the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, you you have to travel a little bit now. Um, so there was an open in Merrimack that no New Hampshire team signed up for. That's embarrassing. And I was probably one of those teams, but anyway, yeah. So let's do that. You know, take care of, take care of, uh, take care of our directors. Don't fucking reclass. If you're don't, don't reclass. If you started every game, every game at worlds, you know, nationals, States people, you know, like, the, let's, let's save the reclasses. Um, uh, you know, for the people that weren't starting that art actually should be, um, reclassed and, 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 and Hick keep putting, keep putting those posts out there. Keep, I'll keep liking them and tell you what, I think it's, I, I think it's good. I think what you're doing is good. I think, I think the visibility of the bullshit that you've talked about on here is great it's great to put it out there and, and actually show it from across the country as, to, uh, as well in other areas of this country. So, um, you know, I was just having, I was having drinks with uh, my wife and, and she said, if it's, if there's no drama, it's not softball. So fucking it's, it's, you know, as the world turns on ABC at 11 o'clock in the morning, you know, all the soccer moms are home drinking martinis, waiting for the kids on the bus stop, um, waiting for a little fucking softball drama. Oh God, how nice would that be if our if our actually if our wives actually gave a fuck about the bullshit we talk about on here? Or do each other? And I do miss it. I can't, we're close. We we are we are fucking close to being back where life is back softball again. Um uh, speaking of being close, it was above freezing today. It was 35 degrees out here in beautiful Manchester, New Hampshire. I got to tell you what, man, I, this might have been the last outdoor BP session I have until spring, oh, but it felt good. It felt, I had shorts on, I had my Syracuse smoke hoodie on and I was ready to go. It was uh, I had my GT, thanks to uh live free softball. And uh, I got out there and, and I, the woman looked at me and she goes, you're, you're very brave being out here in shorts. I said, honey, it's above freezing. I got my wood bat. Let's go. Um, so it was, it was nice. I got, I love nothing more than hitting outside. Um, you know, I use my, I use my barnyard bat. Uh, it's a 30 ouncer it's great. Sounds awesome. It feels good. And it's just nice to keep the swings kind of going this time of year. So, um, yeah, Jim Shinney's checking in here saying he'd love to see a plex in Mass. Yeah, fuck. Where? Okay, so here's the question because I've had this conversation a lot as well uh, recently, and I'm saying I w- I, w- I agree with you. I think a plex a plex in Massachusetts. It's unfortunate because I was growing up in Connecticut when Vernon had that massive complex um, off of 84. That's unfortunately now overgrown. I grew. Up, I was in Simsbury. So I was probably 25 minutes from there, 30 minutes from there. And, uh, that was a great looking complex, not a bad spot, especially if you're in Northern New Hampshire, you got to figure from Vernon to the plex right now is about 45 minutes or so an hour, give or take. If we could find a spot in mass for a plex, where would you be? And for me, I would do it the easy way I would do in the Worcester area. That way you, yeah, I know the people on the eastern side of the state aren't thrilled about it. I know for them, Worcester is might as well be Ohio. <laughs> um, but no, I think kind of that four ninety five get to Worcester, Marlboro. If you could do something there, now you're looking. Sorry, Mainers, but screw yourself. Um, you're just gonna have to travel anyway. I know you got great fields up there, up in Old Orchard and, and Betterfield, uh, Bitterford, but. Worcester gives you an opportunity to have a lot of teams, at least in new England and the Northeast, be able to be centrally located. You'd probably lose, but even New York and New Jersey, like from long Island, you know, from like, uh, if you're looking at like Uniondale to Worcester is only three hours, Northern Jersey, you're you're kind of, so you're in pretty good shape, Albany, two and a half hours. So really you're looking at three and a half hours from, uh Utica, four hours from Cuse, maybe three and a half from Syracuse. So, you're you're getting a pretty good area to um, to to draw to. So, I don't know. Fuck if I if I if I hit the Powerball, I'll throw a plex somewhere. Except my plex, my plex is going to be. So there's this uh, there's this overgrown driving range here in Bedford, New Hampshire, uh, that I would I would buy, and I would buy the land. And I would turn it into, I don't know, I'd probably turn it into two fields. I don't know if you could fit three fields there or not. So, I maybe let's say I can do three, and then maybe if we use Martel. Or maybe if we could get four, maybe we'll buy the houses next. We would knock the whole shit down, and we'll put four fields up there. Turf, maybe I'll make a fucking dome there and make, you know – Will look like will look like will look like the Sky Dome or AT and T Stadium with a retractable roof. Will be the first retractable roof in the country to play goddamn slow pitch softball under. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's and put a nice bar in it. it. It would be amazing. It'd be a blast. But unfortunately, I know those those things cost a fuckload of money. Like I know my my field in Simsbury that I used to play at. You know I grew up there, my dad played there. It's a blast. Um, it was only one field, but that was a it was a great little League complex. Uh, Bay Ruth, Bay Ruth Little League. now they have softball and they have, they've had the slow pitch softball forever. Um, you know so I think I think kind of what this whole rant is getting to is just if you love to play, who gives a shit where you play? Who cares? Uh, just get out to these tournaments. There's enough tournaments around. Listen, I understand sometimes what the commitments are. I understand, you know, taking time off from work isn't always a thing. And, hey, that's why I'm not going to the Challenge Cup, right? I'm not going to Challenge Cup. I mean, I'm not going because I'm not playing, but I'm not going because I was going to bring the podcast down there, but I'm flying down to Charleston tomorrow. I'm flying back down to Charleston, you know, first week of February. So, it's you know, at some point, it's just a money and work thing uh, where, you know, you know, not going to be fucking around and flying all over the place for softball. So, the same point i understand that uh let's i want to talk a little bit about this weekend football action let's get off softball for a minute i was watching semi-pro last night it's on hulu if you've never seen semi-pro go check it out it's on hulu great movie fucking you know it's a will ferrell movie it's just whatever it's amazing so we're watching it, and it's when, what was he, co- you know, coffee, black coffee, coffee love, whatever he was, and walked off the bench, and he said, oh, "That that shit never happens. I hate that part of the movie. That shit never happens. And Amanda looks at me. She goes, it just did. That happened today. Antonio Brown. What? That was wild. So before we even get there. You know We're up here, so we, we have to watch the fucking Patriots no matter what. I like the Bats. I, I actually am enjoying watching the Patriots a lot this year. Uh, but I typically hate watching the Patriots. I also hate fucking how people sucked Tom Brady's dick harder than anything in the world. Milking glory. Um, But it was... It, they're fun to watch this year, but you know they beat the shell, the Jags, fifty, 50 to ten. Got to hang out with my father-in-law, watch the game there for the day. Didn't have Red Zone on at home like I normally do. I'll Pats game here, and I'll put uh, Red Zone on my uh, my Xbox TV, or I'll put it on a game I want to watch. Game I wanted to watch this this weekend was Cincinnati versus KC. That was a fucking game. I also wanted to watch Vegas Indianapolis. Like those two, I wanted to watch. So the Pats game got over early, and they switched over to the Cincy game. Um, but before that, they flipped over. My my father in law flipped over to the Buccaneers game because Tom Brady plays for the Bucks, and all they do is show the fucking NFC game is always the fucking Buccaneers. Tampa Bay sucks. Whatever. They're a fun team to watch. Brady's the best quarterback of all time. I don't always want to fucking watch the Bucks, especially when they're playing the fucking Jets. Like, get out of here. But before we get to Antonio Brown, how, how do you not kick a field goal with a minute left on the two-yard line to go up seven? How? Absolutely out of my fucking mind. I couldn't believe it. My father-in-law and I were sitting there Even Amanda's like, are you out of your goddamn mind? But it's the Jets being the Jets, okay? So, God God bless any of you Jets fans tuning in right now or listening to us, but holy shit. So, they don't kick the field goal. Maybe it was a minute 20, whatever. Um, Brady goes down, scores a touchdown. I think they got the two-point conversion as well just to fucking really put the nail in the coffin game over. Go back. We flip back to CBS. And now we got the end of the Chiefs Bengals game. That was a wild one, too. How many flags can you throw in the last 20 seconds of a game? That was um tell you what, Joe Burrows. Wish he didn't get hurt last year. If he didn't get hurt last year, he may, may have won rookie of the year. That Bengals team's gonna be fun. Could they be could they go to the Super Bowl? I'd be down with it. I mean, you got Chase, Burroughs, Mixon. uh, Oh, fuck. They got some tight ends. Who do they got for tight end? Humanzawa, right? CJ, whatever. But anyway, so we got to that one. That that was a great end to that game as well. Chiefs got up. They tied the game. Bengals came down, won the game on last second field goal. Okay, Antonio Brown. What the fuck happened? Was it really the bonus? Was it really the bonus that they were staying away from? Listen, it happens. Absolutely that happens. You know, you want to save a year on a contract, so you send the guy back down to minors. You you send them back to juniors. Trust me, it happens in hockey all the time. Uh, You see it in baseball, the service time. There is absolutely player incentive bonuses that get squashed because teams don't want to pay it for whatever reason. Um, not for whatever reason, but that they won't play them or they won't they won't throw to him or they won't do whatever. Um, so that absolutely happens. Can blo- can buy that at this point, and this is where I'm having a trouble that I know he missed out on a million dollars. He had eight catches, needed eight catches, three TDs, and something else, I think. And he would have made an extra million dollars. Um, but they were down like. Arian, they were down, they were losing and they needed to get him in the game and he wouldn't go. Well, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrows, whatever. It's all the same. I'm not that I'm not drunk tonight. So uh, I'm curious. I would love, I wish, I wish NFL live was it, was it, what was it? NFL live. What was the, uh, oh shit. What was it? NFL Mike. You may, it was the old. It was the old games back in the day. Where it was the old, the old TV show where they would have the guy on the um, guy on the sidelines, just with and you would you get to listen to everything on the sidelines. I wish they had that for this week. So he was injured heading into... Here we go. Here we go. We're we're finally getting off of me and my fake news because I'm great at it. He was injured heading into the game and tried to tough it out, but couldn't do it. Arians told him to get back in there, and he gave him the finger. And that's what happened. And Arians told him to fuck off, basically. Okay. Because he had been out with a fake vaccination card, had been out with a batting ankle injury. Uh, Thanks, TA, for that. And it was... uh, I mean... Are you surprised by Antonio Brown pulling that? Probably not. From look at his career, like you could—I'm sure—if you went back to high school, you might see some crazy stuff. But he's—he's had, you know, towards the end of his career with Pittsburgh, like he's always kind of had some interesting things. The guy showed up in a hot air balloon when he played for the Raiders, for crying out loud! Uh, you know, so it's—I've seen a lot of people kind of defend him with well you know they're, they're with the money and the incentives and this and that man like uh, that doesn't add up when the bucks were down and Arians was telling him to get into the game because you know i don't know if you know this winning football especially in the nfl is way better than losing football because it saves jobs <laughs> so he's just a he's i mean he's had issues everywhere i, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the side of Bruce Arians here. I love him. I love Bruce Arians. I thought he did a hell of a job in Arizona. Um, obviously, walked into a it's kind of like Brady, right? Walked into a great team that just needed a coach and a quarterback, and they got the coach, and here comes the quarterback. I'd rather have seen Brady go somewhere where he actually had to do a little bit more work. Oh, well, what you got? You got Godwin, and you got Mike Evans. You got two of the fucking best receivers in the league. Like, get out of here. Um, and then you get then you have Ronald Jones, who's he wasn't a bad running back, wasn't great, but he wasn't bad. And then you get Leonard Fournette. Like those are your one, two. Holy shit. And then you get some key free agents on D. Yes, this year, you know, whatever they're banged up, but man, would have loved to see him go to like uh Carolina. go to go to Carolina last year with McCaffrey and DJ Moore and see how that one worked out for you Like like do that go somewhere where you had to do some work but anyway I, Brady's still the best. I love Brady. Um, I just don't I don't blow him like everybody else around here does and that's fine. All right anyway we're gonna wrap up here shortly um conference or Challenge Cup Hickey and the reclass got that. Antonio Brown, semi-pro, BP outside. Everything was great. Um, here's the here's the last thing. 102 days to the men's Merrimack men's slow pitch softball league draft. I know, I know, I know, I know it's crazy. We're going league talk here. This did start off as a league podcast. We are almost a hundred days away from the draft. Um I'm curious to see what the board does. They're, they just put out recently, uh, they're looking for people that want to nominate themselves or nominate for the board. Uh, there's two board seats open currently. Curious to see what they what happens. I, I will tell you one thing I hope happens, and I don't know where this has to go, but well, I, I'm sure the board's going to address it. The lights. Um, yeah, it'd be great to get new lights, but you know, the, the lights. Uh, at the end of the year, especially in fall ball, is that a town thing? Is that a league thing? There's a couple of things, you know, can we look at the outfield? Can we do anything? I don't know. There's some things I have questions about that, you know, when we get the president back on here, it'll be great, or maybe some of the board members be great to talk, talk about. And it's not even, it's crazy, it's just yes, we use that field a lot, but a lot of you guys listening here use that field on the weekends a lot too, so like how does that all work out? How does it work out together? Um, How do we make this uh harmonious sanctuary for everyone to play or I just go win the powerball and I'll create my own plex in Bedford there and there we go that's it so it's crazy that we're that close but um yeah that's it listen it's a quick one tonight I might I gotta find it I might stitch together there was one episode when we were going live and then we stopped going live for one episode and I was gonna try and upload it i couldn't we're gonna upload it to youtube we didn't because youtube was all league shit um i might just stitch together that last episode with this and see how that turns out so but listen i hope everyone had a merry christmas hope hopefully nobody has i mean as much as i gave the covid shit like i had um you know i'm vaccinated i got my booster whatever everyone can make their own decision um and i got covid i had Stuff you know is for one day. I know other people who are vaccinated have had or have Omicron now or whatever they were, they're calling it these days and are you know a little different. And I know people that are on vaccine have just got COVID again. So for like it's almost like you go to a two for one sale. You put it on layaway. You get your get your one present. You put your second one on layaway. You pay for the one. And you come back for the second one. That's what that COVID is like. So hopefully everyone stays safe. Um, you know, stay healthy because hey and softball starting up soon, so go hit the tee, go hit the cages. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys soon. Have a wonderful weekend and we'll be back next week.